Dave for breakfast. 50 years of Port Hedland. Welcome back to our uh, podcast of Historic Headland as we march uh, inexplicably, inexorably towards the 50th anniversary of the gazetting of the town site of South Headland. Julie Arif is part of the uh, Headland Historical Society and she's been a wealth of information over the last three or four episodes. Joins me again today. Now, Julie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Um, We had the... I guess the sad news of the passing of uh, the late Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II and the passing of the Crown, uh, although the coronation hasn't been done, but the accession has been signed for uh, Prince Charles, the former Prince of Wales, is now King Charles III, and he actually visited Headland some time ago, in South Headland, in fact. Yes, yeah, that's right. So, you know, um, we've been fortunate here in Headland um, that we've had to visit from three different royals over, over different periods of time. So um, Prince Charles' father, Duke of Edinburgh, came to Port Headland, oh, and I can't remember the year off the uh, top of my head, um, Princess Anne came and Prince Charles came mm-hmm. in March of 1979. Right. Uh, now, there was there was an awful joke, and I'll, I'll preface this with the standard disclaimer. This is a joke. There was an awful joke that when Prince Charles said to, uh, or came to Headland, he was wearing a fox fur hat and was asked why, and he said that I spoke to Mother and uh, told her that I was going to Port Headland, and she said, where the fox at? Uh, boom, boom. So... <laughs> Uh, it's a very poor, in, in poor taste, it's a dad joke of, of the worst order. It really is. <laughs> so um, why did, why, what was um, the then Prince of Wales visit to Port Hedland all about? And you said 1979, so, yeah, uh, so some he, time ago now. Yeah, it was a long time ago and, and, and it was coming to WA and I, I can't, I was a young mother at the time and I can't remember the um, actual significance of why he was coming to, to WA. Was that our 200th anniversary perhaps? Or, or was 1950 yeah. years? WA yeah. 150th? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. 150, yeah. So that was possibly because he visited 17 towns yep. within WA, which is you know, still to this day one of, one of the most comprehensive uh, tours of WA oh, that royal. any royal has mm. ever taken in WA. So, you know, um, full credit to him. And, you know, March is the worst month of the year. I, I <laughs> say it over and over again. And he came in March. So, you know, it is the most humid month. It is also hot. You know, it would have been horrible. Yeah, so it's um, right towards the end of cyclone season usually. Yeah, well, it is to yeah. me. It's smack bang in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, historically, all the cyclones, are the worst ones have hit in March. But um, so he came in March. But he, you know, he went up to Kununurra. It would have been hot and uncomfortable oh, and there. Up there. He went to um, Parabadu, all you know, right through the Pilbara. So, um, so we were fortunate that he came here, and and the town really turned it on for him. You know, it was a, it was really special to have uh, a royal come. Probably the children that that turned up didn't realise how special it was. They. Now, as adults, they would do, but at the time, um, they wouldn't have realised. You said you were a young mum at the time, so uh, and the kids would have, you know, though it's 
some special bloke coming in and walking around and, and shaking people's hands. But there would have been mums like you with the with the Kodak box brownies out. Absolutely. Taking photos, yes. memories of, because you would have known this is a special occasion. Yes. Even yeah, if your yeah. children didn't. Yeah. Now, I mean, 1979, March 79, I would have been fifth form at high school. So I was off at boarding school in Perth. So I missed this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, mum and dad always had a camera somewhere, even if it was the Instamatic, to take photos. And so I would imagine that there will be a stack, a plethora of photos around, not just in your catalogue. So they have been popping up on Facebook, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So um, from people who were there um, and, you know, they're crappy old photos. <laughs> no, that's not probably the truth. Um, they're blurry and, and not as high standard as what you might get now. And, and taken from a distance and with shaky hands and things like that. There are some very good ones, though, of, of uh, Prince Charles, you know, actually talking to people and receiving a gift from a, um, a brownie, I think it was, um, and things like that. So, yes, there is a plethora of photos and, and um, of um, Prince Charles coming to Port Hedlam. Now, you said that uh, the then Prince of Wales was not the only royal visitor. Now, I seem to recall from my dim, dark past that uh, the Princess Royal has certainly done a Pilbara tour. Yes. Maybe even uh, the, Queen, that was. The, yeah, yeah. the Queen's late sister, um, Princess Margaret, I think. She, oh, I, I have a dim, dark memory that she came at least a Newman. I don't know. I don't believe she came to Port yeah. Hedland and the Duke of Edinburgh. But Duke Edinburgh well. came. Yes, I did meet him myself. All right. Yes. So it's it's not averse for royal visits to come to no, the so biggest it, export port in the world. Well, it wasn't the big, biggest export no, but port, it is but now. it was very very significant yep. in in WA and certainly in Australia. So you know, it was huge here. It was a frontier land, and it was the right thing for for a royal to visit port. Headland because of um, where we sat in um, WA and Australia's economy and, and um, uh, you know, just everything that was happening here. And as I said, I would have been in fifth form at high school away at boarding school, but I can just imagine that uh, the RAAF plane touching down at Port Headland Airport and there would have been so they had all the, the scouts and scouts and, yeah, they and were the all brownies out there. and the guides. Yep, exactly. So, you know, um, obviously a lot of, of planning went into it, as you would have to do. Mm. You know, all the, the itinerary was set out and then the protocols would have been set out and the expectations of, of what the town has to deliver to have a royal come here. So um, so the, the brownies, guides, scouts and cubs all um, were an integral part of the entire visit. And their uniforms would have been special. Absolutely, that's right. <laughs> yeah, ironed with very, very um, sharp creases and things like that. Yeah, so, um, so they actually formed a guard of honour out at the airport, um, and then you know, obviously, as the entourage moved to the South Hedland Oval, because that was where the main thing happened out in the full sun in the oh. heat at the at the South Hedland Oval. There was no venue large enough in town to to fit the the crowds that they wanted to get there. And um, so once again, there was a guard of honour, um, and I don't know how they moved the scouts from the airport to the South Hedland Oval so quickly. quickly. So, um, so um, up from where the car pulled up, yep. up to the dais. But then there were also certain scouts, and I'm guessing they might have been patrol leaders and, and things like that, who were assigned the duty 
to open the car door, you know. And oh, I know there was... A, there I was, mean, we just said, I mean, these kids may not have a clear recollection, but what an honour. They do have a clear recollection. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so uh, you know, there is a Facebook page where their recollections are there and I opened the car here and I opened... And so they... Wow. And now, now they, they now realise the significance of what they did. That was the king. Oh, that, that was is the, the king. king. Absolutely. Soon you to know, be king so, when, whenever his mum yeah, passes yeah. that. So, um, so now it, they probably didn't at the time, yeah. you know, but um, now they they went. I opened the door for, for the prince, you know. Yeah. Now the king, amazing, absolutely amazing. A child in Port Hedland had that opportunity. Yeah, All so. right, I'm going to ask the question that's burning away on my tip of my tongue. Did you get the chance to meet with him, with his uh, royal highness, and speak with him or not? No, unfortunately, as I said, I was a young mum. I had two very small children, and um, for whatever reason, I I didn't go there. I like yeah, and I, I don't know why. I I, I um, does that, that burn for you? It, it, now it does, Man. yeah. You know, because I I had met um, Prince um, Philip yep. as a teenager, yeah. Um, and now I'm thinking, damn, why didn't I go? <laughs> yeah, I, I spoke to you in the lead up to uh, this this podcast. Uh, I have a photo of my mother, um, my late mother who was photographed um, telling the Princess Royal to put her seatbelt on in the back of the official car at Newman Airport. Mm. Now, I wasn't there. And so my mother and father got to meet at least two royals that I know of. Um, One of them is passed on, but the other one is still alive. And... I haven't met any of them. <laughs> I have I have a Duke of Edinburgh's award, oh, do but, you? I, but I've never, I, I've never a, received a, it from his, his, his Majesty. I got yeah. it from the representative, the Governor of WA yeah. at the time. But uh, so. so you know, we can only hope now that um, you know that there is talk already of a very early visit to Australia by the King, um, so that we hope we can hope that he gets to WA may not get this far north it's you know um, I, so. I suspect on that lines that uh, the uh, the newly minted prince and princess of wales um William and Kate will yes. probably do more of a tour de force. Yes, um, given as, that they were a lot Prince younger. Charles as, did, yeah, indeed, at that time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, indeed. Julie, always good to talk to you. We'll catch up with you on future podcasts. Uh, we're um, going towards the history of, of Headland in historic Headland. Uh, I want to catch up with you more about South Headland in future podcasts and how the town came to be. We still um, have this. Was it seventy? Was it seventy-one? Was it seventy-two? disagreement with various people. Julie Arif joining us today on Historic Helen, the podcast available now on the Listener app.